snap. To another episode of the Finisher Booster Podcast. I'm hanging in the garage today with my best friend, Chad Higgins. Wow, so much enthusiasm. Uh, my name is Zach Workin. We're glad you're here. And we're going to talk about some things related to youth ministry. But we just wanted to say we're really excited because we had a big announcement. Youth Ministry Booster Season 5 registration is open. So if you were ever looking to be a part of a community of growing, collaborative, coachable youth pastors that are excited for this next season of ministry, Revival Generation Season 5 Revive is here for Youth Ministry Booster. We're excited about it. I know I'm excited about it. <laughs> Clearly. It's on his face. <laughs> uh, no, listen, you caught me off guard. Because we started, I was ready to go. Are you ready to go? Okay. And like most folks who may or may not have actually been diagnosed with ADHD, but I just assume that they maybe are, will sometimes chase a rabbit. Okay, just got caught. Got caught in a thought. You gave me this vitamin water. <laughs> not a sponsor. Not a sponsor, by the way. <laughs> Could be. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, hard to say. Um, it says squeezed lemonade. I know. Flavored. They changed the logo and the graphic. What squeezed me? <laughs> what are well, they squeezing? They, they squeezed the lemons. It's the, but the, there's the, not lemons in here. Well, I mean, it's got that squeezed flavor. But that—that's the thing. <laughs> They've squeezed all the unnecessary calories out of the lemonade. I just don't know what they're squeezing by the well, look of squeezing ingredients. The lemons. They're squeezing the lemons. It's great. They're Everybody squeezing the citric acid. <laughs> they're squeezing it. Yeah, they want you to have it. They want you to have what you need out of the lemons. It's all. It's all good for you. Yeah, it's the good. People stuff. ask if water's wet. Can you squeeze water? Can you squeeze water? Just like put it in a vice. Yeah, just get that wateriness out of the water. Make it less watery. I don't know. Get down to the essence. It's got zero sugar. <laughs> they squeezed the sugar out. That's what they did. They I s- feel like you're trying to sell me right I, now. No, listen. Uh, well, they're not a sponsor. Big fans, though. Big fans of the <laughs> zero <laughs> of the zero sugar squeeze. Uh, yeah. Chad said, I'm thirsty. I want something to drink. I popped this out of the fridge. I thought he'd be mad. They changed the logo. The lemonade color is now blue Yeah. for some reason. I've never had blue lemonade. Maybe that's what they squeeze the color out of it. It used to be yellow lemonade. Now it's got a blue. What's tint. your favorite vitamin? My favorite vitamin? Um, probably the C. The C. <laughs> I like You're the a big C. fan? Big fan of the C. The C is good. You know, you get a little bit of that in your system, you feel better, right? Fight scurvy. You know. Is that what it fights? Yeah, vitamin C fights the scurvy. Yeah. That's what the, is scurvy? Uh, it's the pirate disease. It's the when they didn't get enough fresh fruit and vitamins and they're just drinking seawater and uh, mess with you. Make you vomity, dizzy. Is it a sickly. rash? I don't know. I don't know if it rashes. We don't know what we yeah. don't know what scurvy is. Um, we just know we don't want it. You don't want it. And if you're a listener and know what scurvy is, drop it in the comments. That's a great uh that's a great look. I don't think that's, that's <laughs> just, don't leak don't leak scurvy in the comments. That's not what we're here for. That's the wrong move. <laughs> just scurvy in the comments. Can you imagine? People just linking diseases in the comments. <laughs> just imagine showing up for the first time. And you haven't started yet? Because I'll always read comments before I start a video. You read the comments before you watch yeah. the video? I want to know. What a crazed person you are. I want to oh, know what the feeling Oh, because the comments give you the full picture of the episode? They, they oh, set the tone. My. They set the tone? What about the comments set the tone? 
He kind of know what you're walking. The in. trustworthiness of the episode is found in the comments. Yeah. Get out of here. Okay. Okay. So they show up to the episode. The first comment is, "Hey, Chad and Zach, great episode. Here's that link <laughs> on scurvy. <laughs> Got you covered." You show up and you're like. I want to find out about student ministry. <laughs> and you're like, nope, not from those <laughs> guys. <laughs> not from those guys. Uh, but seriously, Tim or Jacob, thanks for the link <laughs> in the comments. Appreciate it. <laughs> My uh, favorite vitamin's Flintstone. Flintstone. Oh, oh, you went like, oh, okay. All right. Well, when you're older, the answer will be Centrum. What is that taste? It's a very unique <laughs> taste, isn't it? Flintstone, <laughs> they've got a taste. It's a flavor. Even if you haven't had Flintstone vitamins in a long time. You still remember it. To the point that even the great value version, the knockoff version, didn't have that taste. There was something about that name brand Flintstone taste yes. that was it was a good. different taste. It it's different. good. Shut up. <laughs> it's so good. You're craving it? Yeah, I kind of I actually want a couple. A couple little Vince, little tabbies, little Flintstone tabbies. Just, you know, bolster the old uh, uh, vitamin intake. What's the best condiment on a Flintstone vitamin? <laughs> if you had to, oh. you had to dip a Flintstone vitamin. In something? In, in something. Ugh. What's the best? Because I can't think of one that I'm like, like even sweets, like even chocolate me, sauce wouldn't fix it. Right. Right. It actually is more repulsive. I think you actually have to go like mustard. You just, <laughs> just, just overpower just it. Fight it. Just fight it. Just put them in conflict. Yeah. Then it's like, I don't know what I'm tasting because they're fighting on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. Uh, what is a mustard covered <laughs> Flintstone vitamin taste like? Uh, this game brought to you by Chad Higgins uh, Downloadables. Uh, I don't know. Like that, that's rough. That's a rough taste. Do you think, wow. I cannot picture the flavor of a in my mind because I can I, I very clearly I can taste Flintstone vitamin and mustard, two separate, which is very good. Onto I pizza think roll. I would know what a Flintstone vitamin dipped in chocolate. I, I think I can picture that. You got in my that? Mind. Okay. I don't like it. Yeah, but I, th- I think I can. Pe- I can't. Get I your mind around. I can't get there. Okay. And mustard and some vitamin. Well, we're gonna make a little Walgreens stop after. There's this. no chance. There's no There's no, no chance. chance it's happening. Okay. No, no, no. Because yeah. I don't like I don't like mustard. Oh, ever. Well, oh, mustard makes God. a sandwich, man. The right mustard. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure mustard and some vitamin that may that may be against the Geneva Code. <laughs> Like there's there's some, international treaty law. There's some terrorist like <laughs> investigation type oh, stuff. Interrogation. God. What if that's like the remedy if you're sick? Like that's how it gets it out of your system, right? Like it's a it's a natural. What if we just cured cancer? That's it. No, that's too far. There's no way. That's too far. It's got vitamins and grains. What if it did? Though? Just oh my gosh. Uh, we, can you imagine? Can you imagine that like headline? We found the cure. <laughs> You're not going to like it. <laughs> like That's the line. You're not going to like it. Uh, tastes great. Oh, there's no cereal for that one. Uh, we were not planning on going here, and I apologize. No, you took us there. I, I don't know where you're going to take us next. Uh, the, <coughs> Some, somewhere better than that. The conversation that we had, which might be better than medicine, is the ways in which we were going to talk about importance of growth. Yeah. Yeah. So it's um, a hard turn. Yeah, hard turn. So Flintstones, vitamins for growing kids. This episode of Youth Ministry Booster, a vitamin for growing youth Nailed minister. It. And the pivot. So back to the episode. 
did it. Uh, that we want to talk about growth, and I think the thing we want to talk about growth as it relates to youth ministry is it's rarely accidental. Yeah, and that's something that's a hard pill. Yeah, to swallow because I think it's the thing that everybody wants, but nobody talks about how intentional, consistent, and patient you have to be in a lot of disciplines. I think there's something really important to talk about. Like, I, my desire is for growth. Like, what else you're signing up for when you sign up for that statement? Mm-hmm. You're signing up to be patient. You're signing up for a little bit of pain. You're signing up for intentional rest. You're signing up to be stretched. You're signing up to make sacrifice. Like, if the thing that you want is what you say you want, there are necessary elements and dare I even say consequences to that desire. So first and foremost, I think a lot of times when we think about growth, student ministry, because this is a conversation, a lot of times we think about numerical growth inside of our student ministry. That's not at all what we're talking about today. At all. We're talking about personal growth uh, with you, I, youth pastors. So you're at a place in your life. Which we actually think is part of the sauce of the numerical growth you want, it starts more with you than it does with them. So the thing that I would say is the first question I would ask, where do you think a desire for growth comes from for most people? Uh, For most people, um, I think there's a desire that it comes from people are not usually... It's the grass is always greener. I, I want something okay. else. There is that natural tendency of I have what I have, but I wonder what it would be like if I had more or different. Um, right or wrong, um, you know, I have a car. What if I had a newer car? Uh, I have things. What if I had more things? There's a little bit of that like tendency towards accumulation or greed or stuff that we just kind of want more. Um, and then I think from there it spirals into different yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the answer to this question probably depends a lot on self view. Okay. Self worth. Okay. Um, am I worth enough as I am right now? Well, I so I could see growth coming from a place. So okay, if you don't think very highly of yourself. You probably have a desire of growth to not stay there. Okay. You look at what you are, who you have, what you have, and it's like I the the poor view or the poor self-talk would be like, you're not enough. You need to become better. There are also people that maybe have a high self-view of I'm already good. I want to become great. Okay. Okay. Right. I'm bad. Make me good. I'm good. Make me best. Yes. Okay. And I think those are probably two different places to come at growth from. Um, I don't know that either one of them is probably the best spot to be very honest. Okay. Um, I think that there's probably some other nuance. There's probably some other people out there that are just in a place of, You've always been told you're supposed to grow, yeah. and so you it's come the, at it's it. It's the next thing you it's do. It's the next thing you, you do. do. Yeah, We're yeah. always doing that. Um, there's probably some people that are bored. 
I they want a change. I think some folks, as much as we resist change, sometimes other times we kind of value it because it means that we aren't stuck. I think I think for a lot of folks, when they say they don't want change, that's not true. They just don't want change at the rate that you're presenting it. I think everybody actually does want change, just at the rate that they can tolerate. Yeah. And so I think that's where some of that desire for growth is different. Yeah. For everybody, um, but I think there's something underpinning that. A little bit. I think I think one of the misconceptions, and it's what I really wanted to talk about on this episode, is I think that good growth is always intentional. Okay. And I think even for people that desire growth or desire change, I think that there's this misleading view that time will ultimately lead to change. And I actually think that time simply leads to not actually change, but just a gradual progression of the consequences. Okay, the path that you're set on. The path that you're set on is not actual change over time. Okay. I mean, in a, in a way it is, right? But it's not, it's not, um, it's not leading to a different trajectory. Okay. You've got to set the rocket on its course to go somewhere. Again, it's the inertia thing of like people just fall into. Right. It's the James Clear line of people don't rise to the occasion. They fall to their habits. Yes. And for so many folks, like we have aspirations of the things that we want to do. And that's great. Passion is powerful. Inspiration is strong. But most of us fall to our patterns or behaviors right. or our rhythms as opposed to like the one shining moment of like what we hoped to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think it's, that's the case with a lot of like um, maybe even natural growth. People, people, that, people that are naturally curious, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, will probably grow in different areas naturally because of their curiosity. Where I would say if you take that person who's naturally curious and help give them focus and a plan to grow in a certain area, they're going to see much better results. Okay. So if you've been listening for a while, you know that I got highly uh, – Addicted to chess. <laughs> um, I really wanted to grow in yeah. being a coming a chess player. Yeah, and I learned really quickly. Um, I mean, because I started playing online. Yeah, every day, every day for hours a day. Yeah, for some days in the evenings. Yeah, um, and I was slowly growing. Yeah, when I actually started reading chess books. Okay. Doing training courses, yeah. It was subscribing like subscribing to Chess Magazine. We're not going to get into all the details. There's the Chess Magazine. It's good. You get a free subscription when you get a f- f- fighter rating. <laughs> uh, I went boom. Okay, quickly. Intentionality. Intentionality. Curiosity. I mean, you start actually learning. You weren't just putting in reps. You were putting in thoughtful time. Yeah. And well, and your reps start to become very different. Okay. Um, I stopped. I stopped evaluating as many games that I was winning. 
and started evaluating more games that I was losing. Which for some folks is too painful to bear, right? Like to spend more time on the things that were your failures yeah. than to celebrate your successes. Yeah. That's a shift. It that's is. a shift. What, what you're not doing right versus, man, I do these things so good. Right. Is a very different mindset. Because it's fun to look at games you won. Oh, yeah. Show everybody. Tell your friends. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Share to Instagram. You're like, look at this <laughs> awesome move. Yeah, you sent me some of those. Yeah, I was like, look at this win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're probably like, well, I don't even know. I don't get it. I, cool. I, I guess the sacrifice paid off. Uh, I don't know. You didn't sit at your house and just wander, study, just study, like, wander why? in my amazement. Yeah, so good, so good. Wow. Uh, you know, you've got a really good friend who's into something when they send you their chess highlights via the app. But shout out to chess.com for having a highlight feature where it's like, watch me win this match in seven moves. Super cool. Are you, are you even friends? <laughs> You know, it's hard to know. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of so, you. It's so good. That's all I'm waiting for. <laughs> yeah, just, I'm proud of your choices. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Your commitments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, no, but uh, intentionality, the, the whole idea that I just wanted to communicate is when we really desire growth in certain areas, we become intentional not only about the outcome that we want mm. but the process to get there yeah and i i think in even things like being a great student pastor or teacher any of those kind of things like it become it, it takes intentionality to grow yeah i also think that it takes surrounding yourself with people that are willing to push you. Yeah, yeah. Because um, that matters a lot. Well, so we talked at the first of the year, some of the things about health goals from 22 and 23. And one of the things of last year was trying to be consistent. And this year trying to be intense. The intensity went up. And the way the intensity went up for me and some of the things that we were trying to do right to be more physically healthy meant being a part of a group of people that go to work out. So like my buddy Chase and I go every morning at six o'clock. Yeah. So it's not just like Zach's doing the thing. I now have someone who's pushing me and we even have a coach. Uh, there's a group of coaches that rotate, but people that actually like push us beyond even just our desire to show up. I mean, it is the like, I'm not just going to the gym. There's now like, right. is that even the right rep? And are you even lifting the right amount of weight? Yeah. Uh, and I think for so many of us in our lives, whether that's in the, discipline of how we're leading. Um, we just spent a few days with a bunch of preachers at the experience. It's our second year doing it. We love that event because people are bringing their notes. They're they're submitting manuscripts early to be in a cohort, to be examined, right? Like what a bold and wonderful, courageous thing of like, okay, what do y'all think? Yeah. And they're getting peer feedback and they're getting a coach or cohort leader feedback. And then they're like, doing the thing that they're very proud of yeah. in front of other people submitted for review. And I think, man, that is like such a great model for what it means that I do want to grow and not just like listen to a bunch of sermons of like, I could do what he does. Right. Maybe, but also, probably but probably not because that person that's at that spot has probably had a lot of people run them through the filter of making them better, squeezing out the things that got in the way. Yeah. So, um, Let's talk a little bit 
booster this next year. It's a big change for us. We're doing some things different. Yeah. And specifically to this of being able to like set intentional goals, those kind of things. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? So Youth Ministry Booster has been, will always be a community of youth ministry leaders, part-time, full-time men and women that are leading students in their church context. Uh, it's monthly conversations, it's resources to equip you to lead. But this year for season five, we thought instead of having just monthly challenges or conversation pieces, we wanted to give five challenges. Um, One of the conversations in ministry right now is revival. And I think there's a lot of young ministers, pastors, youth ministers, church leaders, young people, college students, that are looking for, hoping for, desiring revival. Mm. And as ministry leaders, we, we kind of, I think at times, want that for them. We're so excited to see the kids from Asbury yeah. or the kids in Norman, Oklahoma, gathering for a big night of worship or that God's on the move. Right. But one of the things that has been like heavy on our hearts is that revival starts in the hearts of those that seek revival. Mm which has to be us. right? We can't just want it for our kids, our students, the next generation. We have to want it for ourselves. And so this year, season five, five 60-day challenges that we think as a community to help reshape the conversation of what it means to be revived to the Lord, revived to the work, revived to the ways in which our heart, our health, our home, and the ways in which we lead, pastor, and nurture this now, next generation really matter. And so it's not just that we're going to be in our cohorts, but we want to call on the whole community, invite you to the whole community to be challenged by the ways in which there have been parts of us that have been dead or dormant yeah. or have not sought revival. I've been under the lens or the examination of what needs to be brought back to life. Well, that's what I'm excited about too, is um, the added element this next year of not only getting to meet in your individual smaller groups. Find your cohort of 10. We love that. We help match that, make that. Yeah. But then there's also going to be some like big gatherings of everybody with you and I uh, to where we're going to be able to both answer some questions, have some engagement, but then to set the tone of like, hey, over the next 60 days, here is, here's the big goal, or not goal, but here's the big focus. The challenge, the push. We want you to make an individual goal for yourself. Yeah. And so there's going to be some accountability. I think accountability is one of those things that we kind of shy away from. I know in the past I've had... We want it for them, but not for us, yeah. Yeah, or some really, like, lame accountability of, like, we just get together and it's like, I didn't do anything, you know what I mean? Reach out if you need me. Right. (laughs) Um, But I want us to be able to set some goals to strive after as a community, and hopefully in these five areas, be able to see some both individuals' goals met, but then collectively us to be able to say, hey, like, we're hanging our hat on this. We want to change this outcome. Because at this point, even if you're in Youth Ministry Booster, you see your cohort. Yeah. <clears throat> There's a very large network of youth pastors that have gathered in Booster now that yeah. I think is really cool. To see that come together. Yeah, yeah, to be able to say, like, nationally, we're trying to focus on this together yeah. of, like, I mean, everything from, like, physical health, mental health, spiritual health, health, all of these kind of things, pushing each other 
for for personal revival. Yeah. You know, I know in Shane's book, he talks a little bit about drawing the circle around himself and that revival would start there. Yeah. And I think for us, understanding that, like, if we want, you know, revival can mean multiple things, right? But for change to happen, for it to begin with us as we lead the students that God's called us to lead. That's good. That's good. So we're excited about this next season. And I think for those of you that are looking down uh, this summer or this next season or fall, if your heart is to see revival in the next generation now, would you take the steps to be a part of the conversation, the community, to have revival now in you for what's next? And I think it it, it starts with the pastor's hearts that are willing to lead it. Um, I mean, all the folks that we point to of the books that we read, whether it's uh, Jones or Edwards or whoever we love that talks about like the history or the guide to revival, it's coming from a pastor's heart who's willing to be really honest with who they are and who they are not and who they really need. Mm-hmm. And it's, it is vital to revitalize um, the ways in which we are about what we're doing and to just go about more work hoping for better is not the way, is not the play, is not the hope. And so... For this next season, we want to invite you to join in, to be a part of the conversation, the connection. We're going to keep talking about it on these podcasts, but we want to invite you to be a participant to it, to sign up to be a part of what does it mean to be a generation of pastors seeking revival, ministers to the youth and the young adults that we hope to see as a revival generation by being the stewards yeah. of the mystery that we're trying to shepherd them into. Yeah. And I, I think to see that happen, like, I think, <laughs> I think we have to pray together more. I think we have to be more intentional about being in God's word, like obedience on our own in, uh, uh, account, but then also like repentance of being able to like go, Hey, like, e- even if I don't think it's a big deal, it is like, and I want, I want change to happen in my own life. And that's not always easy. Um, but I think having a community of people that we know love us and care, man, we've said it. I don't know if we've ever made this statement on Mike, but I know that you and I've had this the conversation about our own friendship and pushing each other Yeah, of going, Hey, like, we know that we have a friendship that we can let each other down mm. and we're going to be there. We're not going to let us stay in that. Right. But there's nothing that you're going to do that I'm like, well, I'm out. Done. That was it. Yeah. You've, you've messed up one too many times working. Uh, and I think for us, the thing that I really hope for you and I is that end of our life, we can look back and say, hey, like we tried to make an impact in the world of student ministry of creating some friendships with people in the trenches, not necessarily with you and I, but like that they can create them to have friendships that look at each other and go for the importance of the church and the sake of the gospel, we're going to push each other. We're going to die. 
And I think we need more and more ministers that answer that call um, and live into the reality of what it looks like, first and foremost, to be a follower of Jesus Christ that learns to die to himself and learns to understand that I must decrease so he must increase. So you're invited. Sometimes things go unsaid, so let me say it clear. You are invited, full-time, part-time, volunteer, podcast listener. If you believe and have a desire for this next generation, would you lead the way in humble servitude of desiring first for yourself to be revived, to acknowledge what has died and what must be risen again? It's our hope and this hope for this generation. It starts with us.